Savage. Devin Savage. Good day, and welcome to the Savage Survival Hacks podcast. This is your host, Devin Savage. I'm absolutely convinced there is no better time than right now to get your affairs in order and be in full-on survival mode. I'm not saying this to instill fear and panic, as both of those are completely counterintuitive to actually surviving when the world is severely unstable like it is right now. I'm simply telling you to clear your mind, pay attention, make sure you and your loved ones are as prepared as possible for the worst. Things can always turn around for better, of course, but they could just as easily and quickly get much worse. Don't gamble with your own life. Be prepared. The world is experiencing multiple crises, including food and energy shortages, massive flooding, earthquakes, devaluing of currencies, civil unrest, and even possible nuclear war, to name just a few. Speaking of possible nuclear war at this current time, I'm going to share with you some information that I think is quite pertinent. And so, here I go. Rule number one, if a nuclear strike happens, this is the first thing you need to think about, so listen very carefully, and I encourage you to save this podcast. Rule number one, stay away from all other people, and do not assume anyone is going to help you. Assume the worst and prepare accordingly. Okay, that is rule number one. All right. So, in addition to this, the light from the blast will completely blind you if you just happen to be looking in that direction. Okay. Your vehicle is no longer going to function as it did before, especially computerized and electric-powered vehicles. Nope, no good. Don't even think about it. Okay? So just get that out of your mind right now. Odds are all unshielded electronics will also no longer function as they did before. All done, all gone, useless. Okay? That's just the way it is. A nuclear blast will overload the overhead power lines with electricity. Okay? Computers, smart gadgets, such as smartphones, tablets, and the like, will no longer function for roughly a 50-mile radius. 
okay? Roughly. Power grid is completely destroyed at this point and will have to be entirely rebuilt from the ground up. This will take years, not weeks or months, many years. Okay? This blast will burn extremely bright with literally billions, billions of joules of energy for just a few milliseconds, which will completely blind anyone who's unfortunate enough to be looking in the direction of this extremely bright blast within about a three-mile radius. Okay? Some experts out there will say, mm, two miles maybe. Well, I'm going to say three. Okay? I'm going with that. Hearing loss is also a very serious concern and quite easily be permanent. Alright? All things to think about here, and I got a whole lot more for you. If you're beyond this radius, you'll most likely be completely blind for a few hours. Even in this unfortunate instance, you most likely will still suffer some level of permanent loss of vision. Okay? Most humans, including other creatures, within about a mile from the blast, will die almost immediately from the exposure of radiation. About 35 to 40% roughly of the energy released from the blast is released as devastating heat. This can quite easily and quickly cause third degree burns or worse within about a five mile radius. If third-degree burns cover about 20 to 25 percent of the human body, this will cause a human to go into shock. In the unfortunate instance of a second-degree burn covering 30 to 35 percent of the human body, a human will most likely go into shock and die very quickly. Do not attempt to drive your vehicle if you are within about a two to three mile radius of the blast. Don't even think about it. Your vehicle's exterior will be extremely hot. You'll most likely see the exterior paint completely evaporate, giving you the classic indicator to not touch your vehicle, much less attempt to drive it. Even if you do actually get into your vehicle, you won't get far. Trust me on that. The tires on your vehicle will immediately weaken to the point you cannot drive it very quickly. After the initial blast has subsided, and assuming you're lucky enough to be able to see, 
you'll notice that buildings are completely demolished into rubble. Within a couple of miles of the blast, you can forget about using water and sewer lines. These will all be destroyed and completely unusable for many years. Okay? It's highly unlikely anyone will survive within these couple of miles or so. However, massive amounts of this radioactive dust will travel with winds for hundreds of miles from where the initial blast took place. This means even states or provinces far away will experience the impact of this radioactive dust in a big way. Within about 10 to 15 minutes of this blast, hundreds of billions of tons of radioactive dust are going to fall all around you. This is where you need to be very smart. Alright, so first things first, get into a building, preferably one with a basement. I cannot stress this enough. Alright. Once you find this building, seal up the outer edges of all entry, exit doors, and windows with anything you can. Preferable is duct tape. Alright. I know everybody doesn't just happen to carry a roll of duct tape around them. But if you're like me, I do happen to have one in my vehicle all the time. Call me weird, but I use duct tape for all kinds of things, so I'm good to go there. So something to think about there. Get some duct tape. Just keep it in your vehicle, if nothing else. Keep one in the house. Even at work. Just put one somewhere at work. It's cheap. No big deal. Okay? If you cannot get into a building with a basement, then make sure you get inside to a home or other building and stay in the center of it. And don't move. Alright? Stay right there. Stay as far away from the windows and doors as possible. Even if you've just happened to use duct tape along the edges. Okay? Even then, just make it a rule for yourself. Stay away from the windows. Stay away from the doors. Seal up any vents as well. Okay? Duct tape's just awesome. I love it. Now, if you've made it this far, but we're outside, you need to remove all of your clothing and put your clothing in a bag and tie it up tightly. And my suggestion is 
take your duct tape, if you have it, and seal the top of the bag after you've tied it. Call me OCD, but I'm doing exactly that. I'm not taking any chances. Okay? Uh, if not, store this bag as far away from yourself and others as possible. Okay? Now, you need to wash your entire body off with soap and water and a clean towel or rag of sorts. Hopefully you have access to some sealed water as this will be the best. When you're finished washing your body off, make sure you put your towel or rag in another sealed bag. Okay, we're being extra safe here, extra careful. Not taking any chances, okay? The idea here, obviously, is zero contamination to you or anyone that might be with you. Stay in your shelter for at least seven to ten days. All right? Just do it. Don't try to peek out the window. Don't try to crack the door. Somebody knocks on the door. Nope. That door stays shut and sealed. No matter what. The only two exceptions to this is if law enforcement is knocking on your door, pounding on your window, or military. Do what they tell you. Okay? They know exactly how to deal with this nonsense. So just do what they tell you to do. Other than that, nope. No opening the door. No unsealing the windows, opening the windows. Just stay away from the windows completely. Stay away from the door completely. Alright. Just do it. <clears throat> And even after seven to ten days, you'll still need to cover your mouth and nose with a completely sterile and wet cloth of sorts. Alright? The wet cloth is going to attract and trap all fine particles in the air you breathe. And I highly recommend some form of goggles to seal up your eyes from the radioactive dust. You don't want any of this stuff getting into the inside of your body. None. So, do your absolute best to make sure that doesn't happen. Alright? Also remember do not attempt to use your running faucet for water. Okay, it might work for a little while, but I wouldn't trust it. We're pulling out all the stops here with this. No chance is the goal when it comes to contamination. No chance of contamination.
So don't turn on the faucets at all. It's simply just not worth risking your life over. This is exactly why you need to be prepared as possible in advance. Buy water bottles, store some in your house, your vehicle, and at your workplace. Store canned food, including dehydrated foods, preferably high in protein, high calories, right? Keep some in your vehicle and at your workplace, if that's possible. When you do decide to leave your temporary fallout shelter, you need to travel with the wind, but at an angle, not against it. You don't want the wind blowing at you, at your face. So go with the wind and kind of go at an angle. All right. Uh, yeah, you really got to remember that. Get to higher ground as soon as possible. Make sure you stay on the western side of your higher ground location. This will generally have the least amount of radioactive contamination. So, make sure you have an excellent compass. Alright? And the one I use, I've been using it for, for a long time. It's on my website. That's about savagesurvivalhacks.com you can check that out a lot of people that know what they're doing with survival choose to use this compass it's awesome can't go wrong alright the digital GPS which is also on my site and I do use that one most likely will not be reliable or work at all depending on how far away you are from the initial blast that took place. I like to have both, right? So, at the very least, I would get, I would get the, the other compass to at least start with. You don't have a compass at all. And if all you have is a digital GPS, I would definitely consider getting the other one anyway. Like I say, a digital GPS is not going to be reliable, for sure. But it may not even work. It may not even turn on. Okay? So, I'd have both. Um, plan on staying in this location for at least a few months. At least a few months. Alright. So. As far as things you should absolutely already have. Um, I would definitely visit my website. And I'm going to be adding a lot more stuff. Because I'm, I'm not finished with the site yet. It's a brand new website. So I'm constantly adding stuff that I own. And I've owned for years. Very, very reliable. Military even uses uh, most of what I'm talking about on there. 
So take a look at that. Um, I sincerely hope this information is helpful and interesting to you. Um, I appreciate everybody that's that's listening to my podcast. This is the third one I've done, so uh, my podcasting is uh, very new, to say the least. But uh, I've been around a long time on this planet, seen a lot of craziness. It's getting crazier and crazier and crazier by the day. I think most people listening can agree with that. You know, I'm a I'm a '70s kid, and uh, I know a lot about history. I know what went on in World War II. I've actually talked directly with survivals of World War II, and I'm telling you right now, if there's a time to be concerned about a nuclear attack, it's right now. It's right now. This could easily turn around and not happen for a long, long time yet. But I'll tell you this much. I'm somebody who likes to be prepared when I know there's a possibility of something really catastrophic happening. And it doesn't even have to be nuclear. It it could be <laughs> it could be a number of crazy things. And it seems like a lot of crazy things are going on that are not even in our control as human beings. You know, if you if you read my uh, power grid article that I wrote on my blog you'll see more of exactly what I'm talking about. The U.S. power grid alone is already extremely in trouble. It's at very high risk of shutting down completely. And that's on my blog. There's an article on it. And I share some external sources that concur with exactly that. But there are other things that are, for the most part, I think completely out of our control as humans. Electromagnetic pulse attack, an EMP. If, if anybody listening is into survival, even just a tiny bit, you already know what an EMP is and you know what it does. If not, uh, you can certainly research it, not hard. But uh, I think the article I wrote on my blog, and it's the only article up there right now. Again, my site's brand new. But I've been watching this stuff for a long time, a long time. And uh, I have family that's been in the military. There's a whole lot of things that people just aren't aware of. And so I'm going to share these things. I'm going to share them. I think they're very, very important. Not because I think I'm important. I just think these issues are extremely important. And somebody 
needs to really talk about them in depth, not just talk about the problem, but talk about everything that comes with the problem and how to keep yourself as safe as possible. All right? You know, a geomatic disturbance. There's another one. You know, you can look that up too. Cyber attacks. You know, those have been going on for a very long time now. Practically since the internet. Right? So, a lot of crazy stuff going on. Lots of crazy stuff going on. Civil, civil unrest all around the world. You know? I mean, stuff that I haven't really seen in my life. Not until about the last 10 years. You know? Not at the level that it's at. You know? Not at the level that it's at. So, with all of this crazy stuff going on, and crazy possibilities to come, that's why I finally decided to put up a site with a blog, um, doing podcasts. Um, you know, podcasts will be on YouTube also. Um, and I'm, I'm no newcomer to technology. Again, I grew up in the 70s and became an engineer in the IT world and was well into it, very deeply into the IT industry for uh, almost 30 years. So I know all about the cyber attacks. I know all about the security stuff because that's... That's mostly what I was into, was security. And of course, you know, other things like web design. You know, I got into that too. But long story short, I'm well versed across the map in, in technology. So I understand how they do what they do, why they do what they do, and what the effects are. You know, how, how technology controls the power grids, you know, amongst many other things, of course. So, yeah, the, the United States power grid is uh, definitely in, in serious trouble. And my thinking on that is, if the United States power grid is in serious trouble, imagine the rest of the world Imagine the rest of the world, especially third world countries. If the United States power grid is in the trouble that it's in, just imagine what some of the third world countries are going to go through someday with an EMP or a catastrophic geomagnetic storm of sorts, right? Just imagine. When a power grid goes down, it's game over. You better know how to survive on this planet without technology. That's the first thing. 
right? You have to know how to do that. You have to know how to do that. And I've said it before many times, the basics of survival on this planet comes down to water, fire, food, and shelter. That's it. Nothing else. So as long as you stay focused on those four things, you'll do pretty damn well, no matter where you are. Alright? And right now, like I say on my site, I'd be saving your money. I'd be saving your money. Nobody knows for sure how bad it's going to get yet. Economies around the world are in the toilet. I'm just being real with you. I talk to people every week around the world. Economies are in the toilet. Okay, so I would highly encourage you to save your money. Store additional food. Learn how to can food. Learn how to dehydrate your food and store it. Water too. Okay. And of course, then you have your security and safety. I talk about all of this on my website. And I'm going to talk about it more. A lot more. I see it all around the world. People people are scared. They don't know what to do. People haven't really experienced this kind of nonsense at this level since about World War II. Since about World War II. It's almost that bad right now. And for people that are in Ukraine with this nonsense going on, and that's what I call it, it's nonsense. I'll just leave it at that for now. Nonsense. Their lives are obviously at risk in many ways. But we're hearing about the possibility of a nuclear bomb tactical or otherwise, and I know all about this kind of stuff, and I'll keep it short. Tactical or otherwise makes no difference. Even a tactical nuke will be catastrophic. Okay? Yeah. This, this is a mess that should not have happened. It should be stopped immediately. And I would think the so-called experts in the world would be much smarter than this. Much smarter than this. But from watching all of it, in a lot of ways we're repeating history. Just repeating history.
some different elements, but same principles behind it. It's complete nonsense, and it needs to stop. I'm going to leave it right there before I get mad. <laughs> okay. So, I appreciate you listening to my podcast. Uh, I'm going to put out more, obviously. I'm going to keep going. Human life is obviously important on this planet. So, I'm not going to shut up about it. Some of the things I talk about might get repeated on here. I might talk about them more than once in a different way, but nonetheless, most likely you will hear me talk about some things more than once. So I hope you don't get bored with that. Some things I just can't stress enough. So, right now, Save your money, store some food, learn how to can, learn how to dehydrate food, learn how to fish, learn how to hunt. You know, anything that has to do with survival, I suggest you take any free time you have every week and get involved in it. All right? So... I'm going to get off of here and leave everybody to their day. I wish you all well. Thank you very much for listening. Stay safe. I'll be back with another podcast next weekend. Thanks again. <laughs>